Welcome back to another episode of Park It Right Here. I am your host, Lainey Park. Thank you so much for being so patient with the audio issues on previous episodes. I hope you'll see a big difference this week. We did it a little differently and I recorded in person with my guest instead of having her call in. Speaking of my guest, she is a kindergarten teacher. I'm really excited to have a kindergarten teacher share her perspective in creating memorable moments. To know my guest is to love her. So without further ado, my guest for the week is Shonda Millwood. Okay, I am sitting here with Shonda Millwood, and before I have her introduce herself, I'm going to say that this is the first time I've ever recorded with someone in person. Usually they're calling in, but Shonda and I are here together, and we are at her school, so if you hear the intercom come over, just ignore it. So we'll go ahead and get started. So Shonda, introduce yourself. Alrighty, well I am Shonda Millwood. Um, I have been teaching for 20 years. Um, I spent one year in resource and four years in first grade. And the rest of it, I've been in kindergarten. Um, I've been married to my husband, Eddie, for 30 years. And we've got 17-year-old twins, Breland and Brody, and a 23-year-old named Bo. And he is a nurse in South Georgia. That is awesome. Well, I'm excited to have you here today. I haven't had anybody that teaches kindergarten, and so I think people need to hear from kindergarten teachers, so I'm excited that you're my first little, little one coming. Absolutely. Um, All right, so to start off, I always ask everybody, what was your most memorable academic moment as a student yourself? Okay, well, I had a few little, little ones. There weren't like big, huge project kind of things, but I think it was more about how teachers had made me feel about learning. So I had one in high school, her name was Miss Dunn, and she was a math teacher, and I, for some reason, math was just harder for me, and she never made me feel incompetent. She would always smile and just say, hey, this is what I'm here for, I'm here to help you understand, and um, then I remember in first grade, those little small groups sitting with the um, teacher, um, reading our little Dick and Jane books, and the teacher would get so excited, and she made reading fun for us. And then I remember um, in middle school, um, Martha Nix, we, um, she always made science hands-on, and we would scrape the inside of our cheek and then put it under the microscope. So it was just, um, it was those events that teachers made learning fun and gave you that comfortable environment yeah. for learning. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, switching gears um, into you as a teacher now, mm-hmm. what are some things that you've done with your students to create memorable academic moments? And even from talking with people, it's kind of melded even to creating moments that aren't necessarily academic, mm-hmm. but just memorable. I'll go ahead and say as soon as I walked into Shonda's classroom, I saw this cute little station. It said the smile station mm-hmm. with a little mirror. <laughs> yeah. And it said, uh, what does it say? Practice your smile. Uh, Show me your smile. Yeah, yeah. Practice your smile. They have to look in the mirror and they check their smile. And there's signs over there that, you know, talks about how a smile can, is a gift for other people, you know, and it makes them feel good as well. And that's just a cute little moment that I know she creates for her kids every day. So you should tell me um, some things that you do um, just to kind of create moments for your kids. Okay. First of all, I try to build those relationships with them. Mm -hmm. And I think that is so important because to me, when you build relationships with people or little ones, they feel um, 
a safe zone with you. They get excited about learning and they know that you are there to help them. So just building those relationships with the families too, because it takes all of us to help the kids. Um, we'll do, uh, since we've just been studying the, um, the American symbols, we're going to be doing a living museum mm -hmm. in a couple of weeks. And the students dress up as like George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, and that kind of stuff. And so they, um, the other students will come in and do a tour. And like they'll shake your hand and say, hi, I'm George Washington. I was your first president. Okay. And we've got big models of the White House and that kind of thing. So okay. we do the living museum. Um, just a few weeks ago, we had the Q&U wedding. And... Um, we had Mrs. Q marry Mr. U, and um, the head of personnel came and did our um, ceremony. He was the, the preacher, the minister. And so all the other kids in kindergarten, they were the letters of the alphabet, the letter friends. Uh -huh. So we had that. And something so I didn't fun. realize is how many kids did not go, had never been to a wedding before. Oh, yeah. You know, so yeah. we had the wedding cake. It was donated. And oh, so it wow. was fun. So just creating that. Um, How did you get a cake donated? Did you just contact a business mm -hmm. or ask a family? You did? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. yeah a amazing. local store. Yeah. Close to us did. That's neat. Yeah. Yeah. So it was good. So I think it's just creating that atmosphere and treating my students the way I would want my own to be treated. Mm-hmm. You know, just creating that atmosphere yeah. like that and try to remember that. So, yeah. yeah. Those are fun. Yeah, that's fun. Kindergarten's fun. Oh, yeah. Well, one of the ways we've talked about moments um, being created is through moments of insight. Mm -hmm. So how do you push with kindergartners? How do you push them to stretch themselves, um, gain insight, and get better? I know with, I feel like with littles, um, this is their first time really digging into academics and maybe feeling that struggle. So how do you kind of work them through that and encourage them to kind of stretch themselves? Okay. So, well, several things. I remind them that I was in kindergarten at one time. Mm -hmm. And I always show them my kindergarten picture mm -hmm. to say, hey, I can relate to you. I know where you're coming from. And, to, and sometimes if they're having trouble with something, I'll tell them, hey, you know what? If when I was in kindergarten... I had that hard time too, and this is what my teacher did mm -hmm. to help me. So, so because I want them to feel like, just because they don't know it yet, doesn't mean something's wrong. Or just because little right. Johnny knows it over little Sal, that's not it. We all learn in different ways. Yeah. And so, if they get to something that's really hard, we always say harder makes you smarter. That's awesome. So when we when we're doing something really hard, or somebody says, "Miss Millwood, I can't. It's too hard." And I'll just look at him and smile, and they'll hang their head and oh. say, I know, <laughs> harder makes you smarter. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and I also ask them, okay, what's an idea of what you want to be when you grow up? And so, for like for a police officer, like if somebody's like, I don't want to learn my letters, I don't want to learn my numbers, but I want to be a police officer. And so we'll talk about, well, if you stop me in my car, you got to call in my tag. Mm -hmm. And on my tag, there are letters and numbers. Uh -huh. So you better know your letters and numbers. So I try to, what I've heard them say they want to be, mm -hmm. I try to apply it to that. Make those so that, real world connections. Yeah, make those connections, mm -hmm. yeah. And so I also do a survey at the beginning of the year where parents will fill out, and that's how I'll find out what kids are interested in mm -hmm. and their hobbies, what they like, so that I can go ahead and make that connection with learning to what they want to be or what they like. Right. Yeah. That's like awesome. That. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess kind of you talked a little bit about this, but moments are created when we feel pride. Mm -hmm. um, so how do you instill a feeling of pride and how do you make them feel recognized? I mean, I think you just said right there, 
um, when you ask the parents about them and you get to mm-hmm. know the kids, that's one way that mm-hmm. you automatically make them feel recognized. Mm-hmm. But what else do you do? Okay, so to me, they want I want them to feel important every day. You know, so when they come in, they always have to come over and greet me. And so they can either give me a high five, a hug, a fist bump, a handshake, or Hollywood kiss. <laughs> so that way I have talked to them every day. Because, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we get so busy. Oh, and yeah. I want to have seen them face to face personally when mm-hmm. they first come in. And then um, we have our little popcorn word uh, display when they get all their um, popcorn words said. Um, we have a little display with their pictures and mm-hmm. they get a pack of popcorn. Um, but when we call them the popcorn words because we want them to say them as fast as popcorn pops. Uh-huh. You know, so they'll get their popcorn and when they see their picture, it's a big deal. Um, and we have like little experts in our classroom. Like if there's an expert drawer, if you're not sure how to draw something, then you can go over and ask somebody, one of those experts, mm-hmm. to help you. So that way everybody knows they have their own talent. Because if we always say, if everybody was the same, life would be boring. Yeah. So we all have our own little talents. Yeah, so that's we have what, little experts. When I was in the classroom, we always would tell the kids that it's not um, how smart you are, it's how you are smart. Yes. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, can I steal that? Yeah, you can use it. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Okay. I like that. Yes, it's how you are smart. Okay, yeah. I'm going to write that down. How you are smart. That's, a, I think, a statement from Howard Gardner. He's the one that came up with that. Oh, I like it. One of the educational theorists. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, so moving on okay. to um, something near and dear to my heart and I know your husband does a lot with educational technology <laughs> so this is going to be one that he's going to be wanting to uh, yes, okay, know honey. what you're doing. Alright listen I'll make you proud. I'll make you proud. Alright so what are your favorite educational technology tools right now? Okay I am loving Flipgrid mm-hmm. because you the kids can hear themselves talk mm-hmm. and when they see themselves on screen mm-hmm. they are they are just loving it yeah so um what we're going to be doing coming up is you know one of the standards for kindergarten is saying the pledge of allegiance okay so they're going to have to say the pledge of allegiance on on their yeah yeah so they're going to have to do that they're going to have to do that and two it helps them with their reading Mm -hmm. they can hear themselves read um, because we've been talking about don't read like a robot, read like a storyteller. Right. So that way they'll be able to hear themselves That's too. That's awesome. So I I just love Flipgrid just because it's it's easy for the kids mm-hmm. and they love seeing themselves. Oh on yeah. That's what I hear from a lot of teachers. They feel like they're little YouTube stars. They do. <laughs> yeah. They do. Yeah. And I do want to get more into the book creator. Because uh-huh. you know, authors and illustrators are big in kindergarten. Yeah. So I want to really experience that more and yeah. learn more about that as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is there anything before I move on to like my fun little rapid fire questions? Oh, is there no. any? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> is there anything that you didn't get to tell me about that you want to tell? Um, I just think as teachers, we need to remember that this is your own little mission field. You know, like my daughter, she loves to go to Nepal and stuff. And, and I love that because that's her calling. But I just feel like th- these kids have been placed in my classroom for a reason yeah and so this this is my little field whether it be for me to just love on them because home life may not be strong or I don't know I just feel like these kids are in my classroom and I think that's how teachers 
should be that we are here for a reason it's not just for the paycheck not just for the summers off mm-hmm. but there is a reason that we are ministering to these kids yeah. um, and it's not just the kids it's the families mm-hmm. because you know you've got young families now you've got young parents and we've got to guide them along and, and help them and help them feel important as well yeah. so I just think that um, creating that, that relationship to me everything else falls into place because there's yeah. so much more in life than you know, reading and writing. Yes, that's important. You got to have it. But I want these kids to grow up to be kind and and good people. Mm-hmm. So um, I just want teachers to remember that that there's a reason in that we are here. Well, I love that. And yeah. you said that about creating a classroom that you would want your own kids in. Well, I yeah. would want my daughter in your classroom oh, or my, my gosh. son. <laughs> well, they'll definitely know about chocolate diet cokes. <laughs> Yeah, they will. All right, they so will. now moving on to the questions that you don't know that I'm going to ask. Oh, my gosh. These are going to be fun. Okay, okay. All right, I'll start <clears throat> off. Tell me what your spirit animal is. Oh, my gosh, Wayne. <laughs> <clears throat> my spirit animal. Oh, gosh, my spirit animal. I guess a, a kangaroo? A kangaroo. Because I'm jumping all over the place. <laughs> I guess. Okay. Yeah, I could, I could see that. And I always have like a pocket full of ideas to <laughs> okay. do stuff with. There you go. That's good. I reckon. Is that's that a good, good answer? Yeah, that's a really good. Okay, that's a good answer. Okay. Um, if you could gr- have grown up in any decade, which would you have chosen? <clears throat> I think the 50s would have been fun. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think 50s would have been Poodle fun with skirts. the fun. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sock like hops. That. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> let's see. If you could invite anyone in the world to dinner, who would it be? Oh my gosh, Eddie would love Martina. This <laughs> isn't who would your husband uh, want to invite? No, who would I invite? Maybe like a famous gospel singer, like BB yeah. and CC Winans. You know? Oh yeah, like I would love. Yeah, because I love gospel music. Oh so. yeah, just make him sing to you the whole time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then I would sing to them. Here is your biscuit. <laughs> Yeah, but I would love, yeah, I would, <laughs> I would love, yeah. That's good. Yeah. All right, would you like to be famous? And if so, in what way would you want to be famous? Would I want to be famous? Okay, yes, I would like to be famous. But I think I'm famous to my kiddos, my uh, students. Oh, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, when I go in Kroger, you would think I was a movie star. Oh, yeah. That they saw on TV. Yeah, there's nothing like it either. So, I, to me, I am famous yeah. in the community to my kids. But um, if I was famous, like in Hollywood or something, I would want to be sure and and be a good example and um, and let people know that they are loved. That I'm not <clears throat> that I'm not above them. Yeah. That you know that I'm a real person, just like they are, and have struggles, just mm-hmm. like they do. Yeah. You know, and just still love on them. And yeah. and if I had millions, I would just be like, okay, here here you go, oh, go yeah. buy you a car. I saw yours was <laughs> your, yours is broken. Here uh-huh. you go. You know, Aww. and just helping people. That's but, yeah, good. I feel like I'm already famous, especially when I go to the Kroger. Oh, yeah. Oh, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, am, I am a movie star today. Oh, oh yeah. And they're oh, usually, yeah. they think you live at school, so they're like, what are you doing oh, here, you Miss doing Millwood? Here? Yeah. I'm like, oh, look, I'm buying your cookies for a snack tomorrow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, when did you last sing to yourself, uh, other than when you just sang about biscuits? <laughs> when did I sing to myself? Um, actually... I sung last night when we went to see Raphael Nadal. Uh-huh. They um, had a fun band, and Eddie just looked at me, but I was having a good time. That's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about when's the last time you sang to someone, someone else? I don't know. Were you singing to him last night? Um, <laughs> well, 
when did I sing? I guess this morning we would have sung in class. Okay. We always sing our Hello Neighbor song. Yeah. So we sing to each other and greet each other oh, in the I morning. Like yeah. Is it a yeah. song you found or y'all made it up or? Am I allowed to say who put it on CD? Um, is it? A... It's a it's a famous kindergarten teacher oh, that yeah. has I think a lot. That would be fine. Like Dr. Jean. Sure. Okay. Can I do that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. If <laughs> I not, don't know just who Dr. Jean if is. If she bleeps it, I didn't cuss. Okay. <laughs> she has to bleep it out. I didn't cuss. So just so y'all know. Yeah. So she has all those cute little hello okay. neighbor and they greet everybody. Oh, that's every cute. Morning. Yeah. All right. Um, last question. It's more serious. Okay. Um, is there anything that you wish you would have known as a first year teacher? What would I have loved to have known as a first-year teacher? Or even just what you would want to say to a first-year teacher, thinking about there's going to be, in a few months, some new people coming on. What mm-hmm. What would you want to say mm-hmm. to them? I think it goes back to those relationships mm-hmm. with your kids. Because to me, when I have a good relationship with my kids, everything else just comes along. Because they get to know me and know that, okay, it's okay if you don't know something. That's my job. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm here, yeah. is to help you. So if I was to tell a first-year teacher, I would tell her, build those relationships first and create that classroom of it's okay to make mistakes, but yet there's a time and a place to, to learn and to talk and to play and to jump and to run. And, yeah. you know, so I think it's building that structure in your classroom, mm-hmm. but yet building those relationships with the parents and the kids. Because, yeah. like, I'm working on my ESOL endorsement right now, and something to me that has really helped me communicate with my my families is we've had some of our sight words translated oh yeah because we've had some of our families that speak spanish come in and say you know what is that word mm-hmm. and they'll write it in spanish right next to the word yeah so that they'll know what it is so they can practice with their children right and so this year we translated the sight words mm-hmm. for the families and it's in their little b book their bring everything every day book yeah so to me that lets them know hey Miss Millwood cares about that. She she knows that we're learning that language, that English language. And yeah. so just those little things. Yes, reading's important. Yes, all that's important. But it's okay if you don't get it done that day. Yeah. If little Johnny figured out how the word uh, and was sounded out, then you were accomplished. Yeah. And if you can lay your head down at night saying, hey, I did the very best I could today, then you're good. I love that. Yeah. So That's a great message. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. That You're wasn't so bad. That wasn't bad. It wasn't. <laughs> Just so y'all know, we're hugging, and I don't um, know why, because I'm thinking we're on video or something. <laughs> and we made it through without laughing. Usually yes. when Shonda and I are together, we, we do a lot of laughing, so yes, we, we do. made it. <laughs> yes, we do. Well, That's thank good. you so much. You're welcome. It was great. Yes. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Park It Right Here. Check us out on social media if you haven't. On Instagram, it's at Park It Right Here Podcast. And on Twitter, it's at Park It Podcast. Now remember, for an individual human being, moments are the thing. Moments are what we remember and what we cherish. So go out and make memorable moments.